1: Welcome to the podcast, talking to Chris Bueno, who is a uh, TV and film producer. He's the president of Ocean Avenue. We have a mutual friend in Phil Cook, and uh, every, every now and then he will write that he gets, oh, numerous times throughout the year. Someone will contact him, or send something to him, and it pretty much begins with, God told me that this is a great idea or God told me to write this script. So, what do you say, Chris, to someone that has no experience whatsoever who believes that God told them that their idea would make a great film and or a great script?
2: Wow, well that's that is something you see that that I you encounter many times. I can almost say that pretty much all those movies end up expensive home home videos because they don't get distribution because there's a fundamental principle of collaboration in this industry and things that don't have a collaborative spirit usually come out of a they they can you can spiritualize it but it comes out of pride so you know, I used to feel sorry, and I still do. I feel sorry for someone that spends a lot of money on an idea that they had. And they were bound and determined to do this. And they were so upset when people don't feel like, well, didn't you find this movie incredible? Everybody, you know, my mom thinks it's incredible. I mean, this is an incredible film. But the reality is that they had many opportunities over the years that they put that together, that they did not open themselves up and weren't humble and didn't listen to the counsel of people around them. That's good. So, you know, that's, uh, I would just say that those are things that, that you could avoid a lot of pain if you just were more humble and, you know, looked at a script. I mean, scripts that are successful go through rewrite after rewrite. After, and these are the big people, right? These are the Spielbergs. These are the people that have been in this business for years. They don't just, oh, here it is, boom, ready to go. They just don't.
1: And they, so, make, and they make changes. Uh, they're making changes on the morning that they're going to shoot something.
2: Oh, yeah. There's a great story of Mel Gibson that dealt with Braveheart. And it was an early uh, uh, print that they had done. And they were all, you know, at the studio watching it. And people were actually getting sick to their stomach at the end because it was so grueling. And the projectionist, who was this young kid came up to Mel Gibson and he said, you know, I think I know what would really solve the problem. People are looking at him suffering. And if you had the ghost of, you know, the the woman that he was in love with, kind of, he sees her in the audience, then it would focus, people would focus on that.
1: What, that's, a, would, that's a brilliant idea and simple.
2: Right. And here's Mel Gibson, the great Mel Gibson. How dare you come to be here? <laughs> you know, but no, he said, that's amazing. And he changed the movie and it won best picture. So, I mean, come on, who are we right to, to think that, that we are, you know, that we are the only chosen vessel and God would just choose us and no other collaboration, no other counsel. And you're going up against a lot of scripture that talks about how, how wisdom comes with, with counsel of many.
1: Really enjoying the conversation, learning a lot from Chris Bueno film producer We'll be back in just a few moments.
0: This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. A couple questions as we're uh,
1: finishing up and enjoying this wonderful time with Chris Bueno, film producer, distributor, president of Ocean Avenue Entertainment. And a lot of people outside of LA, Chris don't know where Ocean Avenue is, and it is a great street uh, with a wonderful view of the Pacific Ocean. So there you go in Santa Monica. Do I have the right Ocean Avenue?
2: You do. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a multi one, right? So definitely there because that's, you know, a lot of the industry is based there. And then of course, for a number of years I was in Carmel and that's the main drag in Carmel as well. So it serves
1: serves both,
2: both areas.
1: There you go. There you go. I like that. Well, one of the questions I would ask is um, craft, you know, you talk about people that said that God told me that, um, this will make a great film, or my life will make a great documentary, or God told me to write this script. A lot of that also comes besides pride, and boy, that's a, a great observation on your part. It also comes from being naive about the industry itself. Uh, it takes it takes a lot of work for any kind of project, TV or film, to get to exhibition. So that would be my my little take on that. But where, what do you think is the status? What's the state of faith-based films and projects right now? And what do you think is maybe coming down the road for the future?
2: You know, uh, I think that the future is, I feel like it's, it's a bright future because it's taking, it, things are, more and more platforms are coming, com, coming online that have real revenue potential for the producer. So the one I mentioned before 2b tv is a avod platform they were bought by uh, fox recently which clearly see see this platform as a up and coming platform and you know there are some some decent revenue that you get from movies that are some of which are quite old but even you know younger films too so you know i i think it's taking a while before some of these platforms could really mature to where you could see some, some real, you know, uh, revenue and there's going to be more competition. So there's more competition by other platforms that want content. So, you know, uh, there's always going to be the need for content. And I would say for the filmmakers who are Christian that want to have something that will really make a difference to the kingdom, and, and entertain, that's not a swear word, right? To entertain and to, and to really impact people's lives, you know, uh, it's important to know your audience. And I think one of the fundamental problems with filmmakers that don't uh, really uh, do as well on these platforms and, on, and overall is if you don't really know your audience or I hear this a lot, I don't want my movie to preach to the choir. I don't want my movie to just be for Christians. I want it to be for, you know, for the, for, 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 the, for the big audience. And I would say to that, then be prepared to spend $100, $150 million on a Marvel movie. Because that's what that is. But when you have a very limited budget, you have to know your audience. You know, a, a, a person that's a kid that's a seven-year-old kid or a 12-year-old kid that's used to watching Marvel He's not going to watch a Christian sci-fi movie that's produced for $250,000. It's just, you know, he's going to see all the flaws and he's, going to, he's not going to do it.
1: So, and, he's, and he's going to stop watching after three minutes.
2: And he's going to start. Yeah, exactly. But if you know your audience and you know that there's a need for this content with that audience, it doesn't mean that it can't go broad, you know, beyond that border because some of them really do. But you have to start there. Otherwise you have to have a lot of money to work with. So, you know, for those that really know their audience, I think that, that, it, you know, there's a, there's definitely, you know, a, a, a brighter future where before you were beholden to the major studio. I mean, the only way you could get a movie out was if you, maybe a studio said, yeah, I'll, I'll like Lionsgate or, Oh, I, I got to deal with Lionsgate or I got to deal with Sony or, you know, well, those deals are really, really hard to get now because everyone is kind of pursuing after the big movies just like Netflix is, big stars. So, you know, for those independent movies, there's, you know, there are platforms you can get on now that you could never get on before. So I feel it's very hopeful.
1: What kind of advice would you say for a young filmmaker that's coming up? They're going to need a, a good story. If they can get a cast, of course, good production values. But what advice, I know that they need to learn their craft, and then Christian faith-based, a lot of people don't even talk about that. It's, um, why do I need to know this stuff? It's, I have such a great idea for a film. What advice, though, would you give to young, up-and-coming uh, producers, directors, writers that want to create great, redemptive content?
2: Okay, that's, that's a you know, it's a great question. I think Is, is
1: that question too packed with, with five different answers?
2: No, no, no. I think it's a great question. And I think that generally speaking, we're talking about mostly filmmakers that don't have much money. So they're trying to do things on a lean budget. They're not, that means they're probably not going to have much of a cast of anything, of rec, a recognizable cast. So then they really have to focus on the story. The story has got to deliver. And this is the, what I, my advice would be, First and foremost, pick the genre that you have a a really strong confidence there's an audience already waiting for, right? So a good example is a movie that's on Netflix called The Christmas Project. And it's a movie I brought to Netflix, oh goodness, about three, four years ago now. And they produced it for, I don't know that they spent more than $250,000 on this movie, right? And I loved it. I mean, it's a family story, it's got, you know, you're crying, you're laughing, it's for kids, it's for parents, everyone can relate to it. They did an excellent job. The music and the sound, you know, it's like a little bit synthesizer i I'm like, ah, uh, but outside of that, they worked within what they had. And I pitched this, and I pitched it hard to Netflix at the time, I said, listen, disregard the music, but this movie is a really great little film, Right. And they gave me an offer for it and the producers were thrilled and it was for two years and it's done so well that, that Netflix has renewed that for three years at more money and it's still on right now. And you can see the quality and you could see the story and, and if it doesn't move you and if you're not really, <laughs> then, you know, there's something wrong because it's a, it's a beautiful little film. So there are ways, but they picked the genre that was accessible and needed and that everyone could sit down and watch together so i think that my advice to start with is talk to people and i'm totally open you know when people ask me questions like that i I will totally help them with hey you know if you have a synopsis let me tell you what i think and hey that's a good idea for a for a for a movie so that would be i think my starting point would be right there pick a genre that really will have you know a, a, a an, inbo- an audience that's ready for
1: it, waiting for it. Excellent advice. This is my, my last question. And and um, I wrote it down while you were talking. Uh, it wasn't in my notes. Chris, when you wake up in the morning, what is your passion? What is it that you just, this is why you do what you do. And when your head hits the pillow at night, you're ready to do it again the next day?
2: Huh. Well, Okay, that's a good question. Honestly, and this is going to maybe sound but but I I really feel like more and more. That my relationship with God would be stronger and stronger every day, you know, I mean, I can't say every day, but at least as I progress day upon day and that I can see God whatever he's doing around me and not be oblivious or not be overly preoccupied, you know, and you know, that's, it's a, it's a bit of a spiritual answer, (laughs) but, but I would think that it, you know, it really has become more and more of who I am because I see what I do is being less and less in my life.
1: Chris Bueno, film producer, distributor, friend, colleague, thanks for being part of our podcast and, Hopefully, this and not, no, not hopefully. I know that some of your advice has been great for filmmakers and creatives all over the world. Thanks for joining us today.
0: Thank
2: you, Craig. Great to be on.
0: You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.